Welcome to Mundane Magic. I'm Nicole Heady, your host and no-nonsense lover of all things true. Welcome to episode 47. Being comfortable in the fullness of who you are goes so much deeper than just the feeling of being comfortable in your skin. When we're unable to accept ourselves in the fullness of who we are, we cannot accept anybody else for the fullness of who they are. So let's dig into that. It's one hell of a job to learn to be fully comfortable in your skin, right? I think it's one of the biggest and deepest works we'll ever do. The work of really figuring out who we are, why we are, what we are, how we are, how we are comfortable coming across in this world, how to use our voices, how to comfortably express ourselves authentically, how to just be the truest version of ourselves, how to be as natural as possible in the presence of another being, especially those closest to us, our closest relationships. So how to be fully comfortable and as natural as possible around somebody else. But deeper than that, accepting other people, not just accepting, but truly appreciating, valuing, and understanding, seeing the beauty of the differences and uniqueness of every other person. And that can only be done when we have done the deep, deep work of feeling fully confident and comfortable in everything that we are. And this journey is a long one. It's a beautiful one. It's a dirty one. It's a dark one. It's a fun one. It's an an exciting one. There's just so much magic, but I believe it's why we're here. We're here to evolve, right? We're here to expand. We're here to use this, this magic of every fiber that we are. Every aspect of our being can be expanded, can be understood more deeply, all to our benefit and the benefit of the world, right? The more we expand and understand ourselves, the more authentic we're able to be and the more relaxed and comfortable and loving and and juicy we feel in our bodies, that's a gift that we give to the world. But this work isn't always easy and this work isn't an easy work to do because so often we aren't even aware that we're uncomfortable or we aren't even aware that we are not being authentic around certain situations, places, and people. It becomes so normal to put on a facade around certain people and out in the public that we've just become used to feeling uncomfortable subconsciously in so many areas and facets of our life. So when we dig deeper and realize, wait, I don't feel comfortable actually around that person. I wonder what it is. I don't feel comfortable in this place. I wonder what it could be. I don't feel comfortable in this setting, this situation, this environment. And the more we dig into that, the more we can question why it is we don't feel comfortable. What is it? It's usually not the place. Sometimes it is, or the person. Sometimes it definitely is. But oftentimes, it usually isn't even the place or the person, but rather something within ourselves that we haven't yet worked through, and so we're unable to fully be comfortable in who we are in this certain environment. Perhaps we feel 
intimidated. Perhaps we feel somewhat embarrassed for some reason. Perhaps we feel inferior. Perhaps we feel superior in certain situations. Perhaps it just triggers certain childhood memories or certain people who used to once be dominating over your life. And so a certain aspect of yourself tends to pop out in these environments. But when we start digging into the stuff and doing what likes to be called the shadow work, which just means getting into the nitty-gritty, darker, more deeper emotional, painful sides of our lives and actually figuring out where they came from, what they are trying to communicate to us, and working through those things. It's not the easy work to do, so very often people choose not to even look into their shadows. And also generationally, we have almost been taught without words, that sometimes it's better to leave things in the past and just not to dig into your ugly parts of yourself, focus only on your good parts, focus on what your strengths are, forget about your weaknesses, bury your skeletons, lock it and throw the key away. But that's unhelpful because the shadows will always exist and in fact, just like much of darkness, the shadows can and will grow when we don't work through them. And how these shadows affect us really comes out in the comfort of who we are and feeling comfortable in the fullness of the being that we are. And it's such a beautiful place to be, to feel comfortable in your skin, to really know who you are and have accepted and love who you are. The great, fantastic, strong, loving, incredible parts of you, as well as the darker parts of you that may not be strong, your weaker kind of, you know, whatever labels you want to give it, the parts of you that maybe don't shine the brightest, the parts of you that are easily triggered, the parts of you that make you feel not like your best self. So when we pass by or don't do this shadow work in ourselves, we never can fully become comfortable in who we are. And we cannot because not doing shadow work means not accepting parts of ourselves. We all have parts of ourselves that we're ashamed of, that we're less excited to share with the world, that we keep very private and personal, if not in the realms of our own insides, perhaps only to the closest person in our lives. You know, our romantic partner usually, or our parents, if we still live with our parents, and perhaps in some of the worst ways, our children, which is why it's so important to do the shadow work. And so if we don't accept parts of ourselves, and if we haven't come to full appreciation of what every aspect of ourselves means, where it comes from, and what it can do, and how we can change that, then how can we be authentic? How can we truly feel comfortable in all that we are, no matter what may come up? How can we truly be honest and release the fullness of what we feel or think? Or how can we use our voice authentically if we do not accept every part of who we are? So it's so important to do that work and to learn to feel comfortable, therefore, as a beautiful byproduct of accepting the fullness of who you are, you feel comfortable in your skin which looks like you knowing who you are and you loving who you are, you accepting all the parts of yourself and not labeling or judging certain parts of yourself as shameful, not hiding certain parts of yourself, not comparing certain parts of yourself to something that you thought ideal and appropriate growing up and someplace you've told yourself you have not yet reached. It's just understanding fully who you are, 
loving fully where you are and accepting and appreciating is that key word, appreciating who you are in every way, all the different parts of who you are. And when you appreciate and you value and you understand and you accept and you acknowledge all of these parts of yourself, you are able to be an authentic, comfortable, honest person to yourself, which is so beautiful and incredibly freeing. And very importantly, in relationships, because I can't tell you how often we we bring instability and self-consciousness, which leads to all sorts of unhappy moments for ourselves and relationships of any kind, mostly romantic, but also friendship, work relationships, family relationships, when we don't fully accept who we are and when we aren't comfortable with ourselves. We bring this aspect to relationships that we just don't realize the unnecessary pain we're causing ourselves. So that gift of comfort in who you are brings an even bigger gift. It brings the ability to fully accept and see and appreciate the fullness of who somebody else is. It makes space for them to be themselves. It gives them the permission without words, energetically, to be free, to release, to relax, to express their truest hearts. It brings you the best of somebody because they want to be full in who they are to you. They want to be honest. They want to be real. They want to share their deepest, darkest selves or deepest, brightest selves And that's so liberating, and that in turn encourages us. It's this beautiful energetic exchange in this ability to be comfortable and therefore fully honest about who you are in every aspect. And when we are uncomfortable in who we are, and we haven't accepted fully who we are, and therefore we ourselves are not able to be fully comfortable in relationship with another that is very hard on ourselves and hard on the other person because energetically it's tangible. And when we are unable to be comfortable around another, how can we ever allow another energetically to be fully who they are? What we end up doing is we actually become very awkward and very uncomfortable around another person who is fully being themselves. This usually tends to happen in our closest relationships. I'm going to use our romantic relationships here because I feel that's a huge one. I feel that romantic relationships, which is the truth, are such an in a deep, strong, energetic exchange between two people that is constant and ever-growing the longer you stay together, whether it be for the positive or for the negative But when you're in a romantic relationship, you spend so much of your physical time, your energetic, emotional, mental time with this person, and you are, you are, you're just sharing and you're energetically giving all of who you are. And when that's not authentic and when that's uncomfortable and when you aren't sure and comfortable in who you are and aren't able to fully be yourself on the deepest levels, this causes an energetic dissonance, I'd call it, or it causes this eruption of uncomfort and disconnect that perhaps you can't put words onto and it doesn't feel good and 
perhaps when you try and be yourself, you find that you can't. And then perhaps the story you tell yourself is that you can't be yourself around this person. But perhaps it's not that. And oftentimes it isn't that. It's that you, for some reason, are not fully comfortable in all of who you are. So you're unable to fully be yourself in certain realms, not every realm. It's usually only certain parts of yourself. So you aren't comfortable to be yourself and fully who you are in this realm And so you have that blockage there, but you feel that it's the other person and you feel that you can't be yourself around them. And then they pick up that energy as well. And then they feel that they can't, they feel that tension. They feel that hard energy. They feel the tangibility. And then in turn, naturally, as is the exchange of energy, they feel unable to fully be themselves around you because perhaps they start feeling judged or they start feeling awkward because they can sense the awkwardness in you when they are being themselves or attempting to be themselves. Do you understand what I'm saying? Many of you will, perhaps some of you won't. It's just an individual journey, but there's such magic to this, to understanding that allowing somebody the fullness to be who they are is such a gift and it's this rare beauty but it's the most basic foundational thing that we ought to be doing for ourselves and the comfort and joy of our own lives and also for the people that we spend most of our time with because it gives them this oh, exhilarating comfortable space this beautiful air bubble breath of fresh air to just be fully who they are You know, perhaps you've sensed that with some people, you'll go, oh, I just feel I can be so naturally myself, so raw and real around them. And I bet you it's often because they themselves are very strong and comfortable in who they are. And so therefore, this passes through to you energetically and you just feel, oh, you can release and be comfortable around them. So it works both ways, right? When you have a person who is so comfortable in who they are, it's energetically shared and you encourage others to do the same, but also vice versa, where if somebody is so uncomfortable in who they are, if the other person is not also, isn't comfortable fully in who they are, this energy starts bouncing back and forth and then they start being uncomfortable. So... It's just all around beautiful when you know who you are and you can be comfortable, you can be liberated, you can be your powerful self in all of your realms because it brings such a wave of encouragement and it speaks volumes to everybody who you encounter. It inspires them to, to dig deeper into who they are. It could be the start of their journey to go, wow, this person makes me feel incredible and I love who who I can be around them, what is it? And then, you know, the can of beautiful beans is opened up and you perhaps for the first time tap into what it feels like to look into the deepest parts of yourself and figure out what it is that makes you feel comfortable and what it is that makes you feel uncomfortable and why and start doing that beautiful work of unraveling. So as you reflect and piece together all the puzzle pieces that we've just gone over, you see how it connects and correlates and how vital it is to, to be comfortable and to be real in who we are for ourselves 
and for our relationships. And this has been a really fun journey for me in my marriage because I've used it as as such a great platform to practice and dig deeper into why I feel uncomfortable in certain situations, example, with my husband, or why certain things that he does make me uncomfortable. It's just a a beautiful playground. It's not a playground, but yes, experimental playground to look into your romantic relationship and to dig and go, okay, what makes me, what is, what, what something that my partner does makes me uncomfortable, does, says, feels, even if it's something that's not directed toward you, but something that they're doing in and of themselves, just around you, what, does it make you feel uncomfortable? Do you feel kind of awkward? Do you feel somewhat restricted? Do you feel like you're holding your breath? And why? Very interestingly, why? And then it's, that's how you'll dig. You'll go, okay, well, what is this? What could it be? What does it bring up in me? Usually what it brings up in you will be your first clue sign as to, you know, what what is causing it. So if something makes you feel inferior or if someone makes you feel, hmm, you know, awkward or just uncomfortable in general, you go, well, why am I feeling uncomfortable? Oh, it's because they're doing this and what have you. Well, where did that come from? Is there a time in your life that you know, you weren't allowed to to be that way or you were judged for being that way or you just, who knows, is it a belief system that you picked up that, that, whatever, this could go so deep, but this is where you start. You start and your questions will be your own and your answers will be your own. But that's where we do the magic work, you know, and where in our relationships on the other tone, on the other side, do we feel really empowered? Where do we feel really comfortable? And this can be good clue as well because, there could be parts of your relationship that you feel really weirdly comfortable with or that you feel content and pleasure around, even though perhaps it may not be something your partner is particularly enjoying or it may be that your partner isn't having a good time in that particular thing or he's sharing something that is difficult for him but you feel you know, comfortable for some reason. That's a good place to dig as well. So why does this person sharing their pain make me feel like I can be myself, but this person sharing their joy make me feel very uncomfortable, right? Questions like that. Why does seeing them really happy bring up feelings of jealousy and envy in me? How weird, right? Or not weird, I'm just saying I'm, I'm using a term. How How come when they are feeling agitated and frustrated or things are going not so well in their lives? Am I feeling kind of content? What is that? You know, don't judge yourself. You're not bad. It's nothing that is any better or worse than any other part of yourself. It's just a beautiful, good clue to tap into and dig deeper into why you might feel that way. What is the shadow work that you have to do? What do you have to dig deeper into, unravel and uncover and dig up and transform so that you can, here going forward, start the journey of becoming authentically, comfortably you, which feels so beautiful. And your partner will feel this and your people in your life and your friendships, your closest, dearest friendships especially, will really feel this. And it's just a positive, gorgeous impact on your life, taking you 
millions of steps closer to, you know, living fully and being really happy and joyful and comfortable and then wanting to abundantly and generously share that joy, share that peace and share that comfort. Because when we tap into the full acceptance of who we are, we tap into abundance. You know, when we are not accepting parts of ourselves, we're tapping into lack, sadly. We're afraid. Fear is lack. We're hiding. That's lack. We're shameful. That's lack. And when we accept the fullness of who we are, we become really unafraid, unashamed, abundant and grateful and generous. And we almost want to share our darkest parts of ourselves with the world, contrary completely to what we felt prior, where we did everything in our power to hide the dark parts of ourselves. Suddenly, we just want to share it with the world because we know the beauty that comes with facing these parts of ourselves. And we know the beauty that comes with giving others every part of who we are without shame. And it's so magic. It's utterly magic. (laughs) So... I hope you enjoyed that and I hope it's prompted you to dig deeper into the parts of yourself that perhaps even unconsciously you haven't been accepting. Perhaps even unconsciously you haven't realized that you judge and that you're afraid of and that you're ashamed of because when we have kept something away from other people or when we have judged and been you know, shameful and felt shame and disgust over certain parts of ourselves for 25 years or even 15 years, it's become habitual. It's become comfortable to be that way. It's become normal to to feel that way. So we might not even realize why we are a certain way or act a certain way or are triggered by certain things. But once this awakening occurs, so much beauty is to be had. So much self-discovery, so much love and healing and forgiveness and warmth is about to pour over you and then so much love and forgiveness and healing and warmth is about to pour over everybody else in your life and it's going to be the biggest gift to those people closest to you and also when you when you do your work and become the happiest version of you you give the biggest gift to the world right because I've always believed this, the biggest gift we can give to the world, the biggest work that we can do in this world is become happier people, is become more content in who we are and live more joyful lives. And when we do that, the reverberating, echoing, powerful energy that we release into the collective is so healing for everything, not just the other beings and animals, but every single aspect of this universe. So... Have fun tapping into that great part of yourself. Have fun being set free. And as always, I appreciate you. And I look very forward to having you around my next virtual campfire. So please share this podcast with anybody that means something to you in your life. Those people who you think would benefit from this message. And if you're so inclined, please leave a wonderful review about the ways that this message has impacted you. So until next time, bye-bye.